Hey everybody, just wanted to take a few seconds of your time before the podcast starts. Just wanted to let you know about a passion project of mine for the last three years called Hustle Focused Energy. It's a powdered drink mix intended to help you focus and accomplish your goals. Super excited to bring this to market. Go check it out, hustletheday.com. And thank you so much for listening. On this episode of the Hustle the Day podcast, I have Kyle Strauss on the show. Kyle is a former professional baseball player who became a CPA doing taxes and just recently left that job to become a full-time entrepreneur in the financial services space. Really cool story. Let's jump into it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Hustle of the Day podcast. My name is Trent. Super excited to have my friend Kyle Strauss on the show today. Kyle, why don't you jump in here? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you, Trent, man. It is an honor and a privilege. Uh, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, like, my name is Kyle Strauss. I'm, I'm, I'm new in Arte. I'm, I'm new in, uh, in the entrepreneurial field, really. And I'm just starting to get my feet wet and just and loving it all. I... I was a baseball player all my life. I have to. I, I haven't played in a couple of years, but I have to bring it up because it like it almost feels like it defined me. You know, I it taught me so many things as far as you know teamwork and communication and, and leadership and all these things. But the biggest one I I think looking back was persistence. Uh, I actually played until I was thirty, but it wasn't until I was twenty eight years old where I actually caught my break, you know, as they say, I met the right people. And, and I ended up playing professional ball over in Belgium. And that was just, just an unbelievable, incredible experience that it really just changed my life. And, you know, besides persistence, you know, making sure just to keep at things, never quitting. I, um, I went and got my, I, I have an accounting degree. I've been in finance. I've been in CPA tax accountant um, for several years while I was focused more on baseball. And, um, you know, the CPA took me a long time, but persistence over, uh, you know, overtook and, and going overseas, it really just expanded my mind and to, to see that there's so much more in the world and, and everything's so much bigger. Um, and that's kind of where I got into this personal development side of myself and, and really started growing and, and uh, trying to become the best version of me that I could be. And I'm, and I'm still in that process. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not in that, uh, playing anymore. Uh, found myself a new, a new sport in business, I suppose. But, uh, you know, always just trying to get better and trying to improve. Yeah, that's awesome. So that, you know, goes back to the story of um, recently, I just had uh, Jake Kelfer on who his dream was to be a professional basketball player. You know, he had to pivot uh, at an earlier age than, uh, than you and didn't actually end up doing anything professionally. But now he's helping, you know, entrepreneurs as well in a different way and uh, more from the coaching mindset side of things. And so, 
you know, it is interesting to see how sports can relate to business. And, you know, it really, it is a lot of those same things. You got to have the fundamentals, you got to persist, you got to keep going. Um, And so that's great that you learned those traits. And that's really going to help you. Because like you mentioned, you're recent to this entrepreneurial side of things. And that's why I really wanted to talk to you is because a lot of my audience is, you know, wants to escape their nine to five. And you just recently did that, um, you know, left the CPA side of things and started your own thing, which is awesome. So can you tell me a little bit about, you know, that transition from, you know, sports to CPA to now your own entrepreneurial venture? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, one of the aspects that, that you didn't mention in there, and it, of course it comes in all sports, is that aspect of being a competitor. Mm-hmm. And I think in, in business and, you know, and realistically in life, if you want to, uh, you know, do big things or, or get ahead, you have to have a, a, a level of competitiveness within you. And that just brings everything out. Um, you know, I, as far as my CPA work, it was, it was a great job and it's very, um, you know, safe, secure career, but it never, uh, I was never something I was passionate about. I, I found out that I really enjoyed helping people to, uh, understand and, and, uh, get a better feeling for their their taxes. That was my, you know, my uh, forte. And I, I got this great feeling from helping people, but not so much the, the actual work itself. And really just, um, like I said, having this bigger mindset of there's got to be more out there. There's got to be, um, there's got to be more than, than taxes. Uh, that kind of led me into into this this new field of uh, you know basically what I've started doing is is I got into this place where I could you know start my own business and and within that business I'm just trying to do the same thing I was doing provide education provide value um, but it's not under that corporate environment it's it's there's a lot more flexibility and um, you get so much more. Uh, enjoyment and fulfillment about um, creating something yourself. The path from security to entrepreneurial is uh, it's, there's a lot more of it than, than meets the eye, you know, being so new to it. I, I thought myself it was, it was going to be much easier than it really was. And, and it's a challenge. It's a daily grind. And, um, there's a lot of ups and downs and that, that mindset behind it of, of, of just jumping all into something uh, is huge. And I'm, I'm banking on persistence to, uh, to will me through to the, uh, to the finish line there. So, yeah, I, I definitely know relying on that persistence and that, uh, you know, banking on that, that, that definitely speaks to, you know, some of my, my entrepreneurial ventures. And so I, I can relate to you on that, but um, I love that you brought up the competitive spirit because that is something that, uh, you know, really 
it separates people, you know, they, if you don't have that competitive spirit, then what are you going to do? What's going to drive you? What's going to keep you going? You have to have some sort of drive. You have to have some sort of persistence or passion or something to, to make you make an entrepreneurial venture work. Right. And with you, you've got that passion of helping people. You've got that competitive spirit. You know, the power of persistence I mean, you've got all the things lining up for you, but you happen to start this business kind of in the worst time, <laughs> but also the best time because people are craving talking to people and a lot of your business relies on talking to people and educating them. Has that been uh, the case for you? Have you noticed that people are more willing to have those conversations? Yeah, definitely. You know, obviously, um, in in seasons of, of uh, struggle, there's there's always some opportunity in there, and this is is no different. Uh, people are definitely looking to talk, um, and the in the financial capacity, it's it's one thing where it's um, it's, it's sometimes a little difficult because people are unsure. There's a lot of unsurety in, in the world. So, um, you know, as far as making moves and, and doing things, with their finances, they're, they're not sure about what they want to do. And, uh, so I'm really trying to provide a lot of, um, awareness that see my, my company is just coming back to create, like it is, it's creating money awareness. So, it's one of those things where we weren't really taught this information. Did you ever receive a, a financial education on like retirement, credit, taxes? No, my, my uh, education on credit was, hey, they give you this and you better pay it back. That was literally like a one <laughs> sentence thing is what I got out of credit. So yeah, that I didn't have anything on retirement, any any of that financial education that was, that was all learned <laughs> often the <Yeah>. hard way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, they're, they're all too eager to give us credit cards anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the thing about it is, is I learned all this the hard way myself, you know, I'm by no means perfect. And I'm just an advocate for uh, providing the information and trying to make people aware of all the options that are out there we get this at at WFG, we kind of, um, we get this role that's termed as financial advisor, but we're almost more of a financial matchmaker at the end of the day. Hmm. We're actually partnered up with hundreds of providers for investments and insurance and and all these different uh, aspects of financial game. Well, I just educate you on how everything works um, you know, different processes, different products. And, and you tell me what you want, what you need. And I just, I say, okay, this is, uh, this aligns with you. Um, this product is best suited for you. So, you know, by no means am, am I out here trying to tell you what to invest in or, uh, or this or that manage a portfolio. I'm just trying to make you, uh, keep you better at best educated on, on the options and seeing what's out there and then connecting the dots to, to what products we have to offer. Um, so that's what's really nice about it is 
is is a really educational approach mm-hmm. um you know and and helping people in that regard um it's that makes everything so much easier it's just creating those relationships and uh, you know having a conversation uh, really where this is this is uh this is what's out there uh, is there any way i can help you out and yeah. uh, touch some base like that yeah i like the way you put that you know you're a financial matchmaker um and you know understanding your business a little bit more uh just from mutual acquaintances and whatnot that really what that's what it comes down to is you're finding the best services to serve the needs of you know business owners of uh you know regular everyday people talking about you know where they can best manage their money their insurance their you know all all sorts of different products that you can line them up with and then um basically you're just connecting the dots between them it's not something that you're personally selling in a way you're you like you said you're approaching it from an education background which is why i love that you created this creating money awareness because oftentimes people don't know these products are there you don't know what you don't know right absolutely and that's the biggest part of it you know there's no formal education uh financial education in our in our school systems really so a lot of us are just figuring out along the way and in my opinion there's there's way too much impact on your day-to-day life and you know short term and in the long term to just try and wing your whole financial situation so um there there's a lot of information that is super eye-opening once you dig into it a little bit uh, that deals with our, our money and how it works and, and uh, best strategies and practices. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, th- I think this baseball background that you have is actually plays really well into the entrepreneurial side of things because, I mean, with baseball, you're basically an entrepreneur in a way because you have to fight for you know, your spot on the team, you have to fight for, um, you have to fight for yourself and whatever you're doing, because nobody's there, you're nothing's certain, you have to keep always grinding to make sure that you are the best version that you can be, so that you can, you know, perform and um, earn that contract and things like that. So I thinking about that i didn't it didn't even hit me until as we were talking it's like wow this really did prepare you for this uh, you know even though you had the uh the cpa to kind of fall back onto and whatnot this really uh kind of set you up for what it's going to be like you to be an entrepreneur yeah i mean baseball itself is a game of failures like as a as a batter if if you get on base three times out of 10, you're a hall of famer. That's right. That's 30%. 30%. So you have to, you have to be well-versed in the art of failing. And it's something as uh, baseball, I was very confident, you know, I was talented, so I was very confident in it, but off the baseball field that didn't always translate. And so going from this uh, accounting position to um, being more personal with people 
which is part of it that I really love. It, it's something that I wasn't getting in my corporate job is, is interaction. Personal interaction is huge. <laughs> but at the same time, it is a, uh, a learning curve, um, you know, dealing with uh, the, the psychology of people and, you know, how people react. And within yourself of you're dealing with all these people and, and you have to go through no's and, and a good amount of no's to get, to get where you want to be. Right. A no is just a stopping point until the yes, right? Absolutely. <laughs> it gets you one closer, one closer to a yes. And that's such a good way to look at it is to almost celebrate those, those no's because they're just getting you closer on your way. Yeah. Absolutely. And the great thing is you also have a, um, a partner who understands this, you know, this entrepreneurial journey because you and your fiance moved recently and, you know, she's pursuing a career in acting. She has a podcast. I mean, basically all these things that line up really well with what you're doing as well. So, I mean, I, I have to assume here that you're, um, that your fiance is really understands kind of the journey that you're going through as well. Yeah, she is, uh, she's my rock. She's super supportive. She might not have been all that excited about me leaving my nine to five job while we're paying for a wedding, but <laughs> we're going to, we're going to figure that out. And, um, you know, she, she's a stud. Like, uh, like you said, she's got her podcast. Um, it's called Show Up to Go Up. Just a quick plug there. And she's all about personal development and and just helping people better their lives as well. We're we're extremely aligned in that, and um, and that's that's been great. You know, obviously, we can all always bounce ideas off one another and and support each other in that way. But uh, she definitely understands and. Um, it's, it's been, it's been a great, great process. And, and as stressful as it is, um, she's, she's there to, uh, to pick me up when I need it. So that's always good. <laughs> yeah, that is definitely helpful speaking, you know, to, you know, my wife, it is really helpful. There's lately there's, I feel like I'm dropping the ball personally. Like she's like, Hey, I need another sample of your product. I was just talking to somebody about it. And it's like, Oh, man, am I not talking to enough people about this? Like she's out working me in this. <laughs> and, you know, part of being an entrepreneur, you, you oftentimes have so much to do. And then other times it seems like there's nothing to do. And uh, you know what? I find myself getting overwhelmed quite a bit. And I have been asking this question more often to people is, where is it that you do your best thinking? Because sometimes you need those creative out of the box ideas. Is there a certain place or uh, activity that you do to get your mind right and come up with those ideas? Yeah, I'm an early riser. Um, you know, if, if you're on, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are as well, but I actually, I really enjoy waking up early and, and working out and then, it's in those early hours where it's quiet, where I do my best thinking um, and just taking the time to reflect on uh, where I'm at, where the week has gone, you know, my, my previous day and uh, making sure that 
I'm taking points from activity and, and saying, you know, what, what can I learn from this and, and how are, how can I make things better? My, my time's in the morning for sure. And then after that time management as when you're not on a, on a nine to five clock has been one of the biggest learning curves for me because it, it seems like time gets away from you so much faster when you don't have, I don't know, hours to, to clock into or whatever it might be <laughs> uh, at, at a more formal position, a job like that. Yeah. It's not like two, two o'clock to two Oh five is like an hour long thing in the day job, but you know, two o'clock to five o'clock. It's like, where'd that go? It was, that was five minutes, but really, you know what? It's, it's funny how the difference can be between a, even just time and the nine to five versus your own venture. Um, and then, you know what, there's, there's days where it feels like you get everything accomplished and days where it feels like nothing gets accomplished, but you got to keep putting that effort in, keep persi- being persistent and uh, you want to just try and use that competitive spirit and win the next day. Right. Yeah. It's just about, it's just about the small steps. Um, I think Eddie mentioned it a couple episodes ago, the, the slight edge book. That's something I'm, I'm a big advocate for. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ed Milet and his podcast recently was talking about separation season. And that's kind of where my head's at right now is if I find myself off, uh, if I find myself, uh, you know, maybe doing something I feel like is not productive, snapping back into it and trying to get myself into uh, making sure I'm, I'm focused on productive activity. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And bringing up Ed Milet, you can, you know, you said snapping back into it. He literally does that. He has that snap that he does and you can see his energy change just by doing that. He's, you know, programmed himself basically to when he hears that snap, I got to take it up a level. And you know what? It's, it's one of those things that you can create those triggers over time where it's like, Oh, I'm kind of slacking. All right. I need to, I need to get back to it. Yeah. Yeah. It takes hard. It takes, uh, you know, some time to build up those habits for sure. But, mm-hmm. but once they're established, once they're in place, uh, those are, those are huge. Yeah. Like you mentioned the slide edge of, you know, having to repeat those habits until, you know, a long ways down the road before you actually start seeing that, uh, that take off and actually see the benefits of those of that uh, uh, hard work being put in over a consistent amount of time. Um, you don't always see it, but then all of a sudden it starts, starts working to your advantage. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and, and then on, it's those days where it doesn't feel like anything got done where I, I make sure to look back and say, okay, even if, uh, even if I didn't take huge leaps forward, I feel like that day was on the right slope of the slight edge. You know, it was, I was still moving up. uh, So I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the day. Since it is the hustle of the day podcast, what is your definition of the word hustle? I think hustle to me is, is trying to seek that, that next level version of yourself, Hmm. you know, whether, whether it be in, 
you know, faith, finance, fitness, business, just continuously trying to grow yourself and, um, and reach your potential. One thing, and this is what, see, I, I come from a pretty modest, like I, I wasn't poor by any means, but um, we, I was taught to work hard and not make waves and do what you're told. And, and I was set up to work my tax job for the next 30 years. You know, my parents would have loved that. But I think a lot of us, you know, we kind of, uh, we kind of settle below our potential and everyone has just this limitless amount of potential within them to do and create uh, so many things. And, um, you know, that's one thing that I want to advocate for besides creating this, you know, creating some uh, education and awareness around the financial industry is, is just and and trend. This is why I love your podcast so much about, uh, you know, this side hustle. I think that everyone should just continue to reach for that potential and, you know, create something, create that side hustle, whatever you're passionate about, find a way to, uh, to build that into something, you know, whether it be, whether it be huge or it just be uh, something that you're in, in your local community, you get to share your passion about. I think that uh, more of us need to continue to reach for our higher potential. And I think the world would be a lot, a lot different play, a lot different of a place if, if more people tried to reach for higher potential within themselves. Yeah, absolutely. That is so true. And it reminds me of a story of, you know, somebody that you, it's definitely a mindset shift because um, when I was working a nine to five job, I, there was somebody I was working with that thought that a $40,000 a year job was just the moon. Like there was absolutely no way this person was ever going to accomplish that. So why even try? And to me, it was just like, are you insane? Like, that's not that difficult to be able to get a job, work hard, be consistent, and get a $40,000 a year job, you know, working retail. I mean, like, there, it's not the anything that seemed that difficult to me. And to them, it was the most difficult thing in the world. And uh, if we all had that same mindset of being able to reach that, reach our potential. I, there's no telling what the world would be like. Yeah. And on the, I, I, this is on the other side of it. A lot of the people that in our new technological day and age, a lot of the people that don't reach for a little bit more of, of what they have to offer, they could be, uh, you know, AI right out of a job here in the next couple of years, like that 40,000 a year job, there's probably a robot that's going to do that soon, you know? So just the idea that we, everybody has so much more value to give and they, they need to, you know, probably need to make sure that they dig into that a little bit more. 
Yeah, absolutely. Because you know what? You don't want to be AI'd out of a job, like you said. <laughs> yeah, that is that's an interesting way to think about that because uh, you know what? You've you've got to be able to see your inefficiencies, where you can get better, and that that definitely makes all the difference in a regular job, a side hustle, your own entrepreneurial venture. I can, I usually sit there each day and think, okay, what did I do well? What didn't I do well? And try and improve upon that each day because I mean, otherwise, what am I doing? I'm just floundering. <laughs> yeah. And, the, and really it's tough to, it's tough for me because I feel like once I got into personal development, I just, I was so addicted to, once I saw a little bit of improvement, I was like, oh my gosh, I could be so much better. Like, why wouldn't I want to be so much better? And I just, you know, I, but uh, maybe not everybody's like that, but for me, it was like a challenge to myself, you know, of uh, how good could I really be? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you just started this uh, business, you know, you left the regular job. What would you say was your biggest challenge? You mentioned it was more difficult than you expected. What was that biggest challenge that you never expected to have happen? The biggest one for me is, is uh, marketing and, and marketing myself, you know, branding myself a little bit. Because in my in my old role, there I never had to do that, and, and maybe I would have if I got a little bit further, and you know had some more client facing roles. But um, yeah, just putting yourself out there and marketing your yourself to to the world a little bit. It's it's uh, unnerving at times. It's it's definitely getting out of your comfort zone and and something that was definitely new to me. But again, once I started doing it, things just kind of, you know, gradually become to get easier and easier and to a point where, you know, you can see the fun side of it. You can, you can see the enjoyment and get the excitement out of it versus Oh, I have to do this. It's like, ah, this is fun. I got to do this. Yeah. I like that. You did the way you just mentioned those two different things. I have to do this and I get to do this. That alone is a, is a game changer in itself of, you know, telling yourself, Oh, I have to do this. That puts a negative connotation to it. I get to do this, puts a positive spin on it. Right. Right. I mean, perspective is huge. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I completely understand, you know, putting yourself out there, that is a difficult thing for a lot of people, myself included. I should be doing it more. And this podcast is one of those things where it's like, you know, I started this a little over a year ago. And at the time, I was just terrified to put my voice out there. And, you know, I, I know that's coming from a selfish side of things because it really it's about the guest. It's about Kyle. It's about, you know, people understand what Kyle's going through, how he's made a difference. Uh, but still, I was afraid for my side of it. It's like, all right, the stories are better. 
I'm pushing through and it's, it's gotten easier over time. Obviously, like you, like you mentioned, it's, it gets easier. The more you do it, you got to put in the reps. Yeah, that was, that was one of the biggest things that, uh, you know, and it's, it's still, I'm still instilling that into my mindset, but that's one of the biggest things that I have heard. And I uh, agree with you on is if you're worried about what people think of you and how you come off and you know, that kind of, which we all do, we have those worries, but it's not about you. It's about, uh, the, the audience or, um, like you said, me in this case, but for me, it's about, it's about the listeners. You know, if, if I'm worrying about myself, then, then I'm not doing my best to, um, provide value or content or whatever it might be. So uh, keeping that in mind is huge. And again, it's a game changer as far as, um, as far as how you feel in certain situations. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you talk about the um, helping those people out and, you know, the audience and how you, you're trying to help. Have you experienced that um, in your own business of, you know, seeing people save money, seeing them have the light bulbs click for them. Like what have been some of your experiences in helping other people out with their financial uh, business? Yeah, it's, it is very exciting. Uh, exciting is maybe not the right word, but I, I, I really love it because like I said, coming from this educational standpoint, um, you know, we have some some bullet points based on uh, growing your money, like uh, different ways to invest and how the banking system works and how taxes work. And so we have some some basic concepts that we'll walk through with everybody. And I've talked to a lot of people and pretty much everybody has, you know, come away with value, has learned something, has their eyes have been opened up to at least one aspect or, or another, if not a lot of them for some people. So I've always had really great experiences um, with being able to, to provide that good value and, and help people out in that regard. And that's one benefit to, to this industry is majority of people need our help to, to, to one extent or another. Um, you know, we have so many uh, products and options and services on the platform that we can help somebody who is just trying to, you know, save 20 bucks a month and, you know, doesn't have a lot to uh, a multi-million dollar earner. Uh, and, we have something for each one of those people and everybody in between. And then the, the business aspect of itself is another opportunity that of a, of a way we can, you know, help people out um, in that, in that side hustle mentality. Um, I heard it recently that you're not, you're not going to be able to, uh, be wealthy or create wealth for yourself working for another person. Like it's not set up that way. So to some extent, you know, based on the 
size of the life you want to live, we all have to either work for ourselves or, you know, create additional streams and this and that. And um, this platform, it's just, it, it has such a great opportunity for everybody in that it is backed by a huge company. So you get the strength behind you, uh, but you get the flexibility and the personability of a small business and, you know, something that you're starting by yourself, you get the guidance in place where you don't even need a financial background uh, to start up this company. Um, you know, we have the, the training in place and, and again, the, the concepts are, are not super complex. They're just uh, top level of basic financial concepts that you can you can learn and and forward that you know uh, share that information forward with with very many people that that need to hear it and uh, you know it's a it's a low cost of entry basically you just have to go get a a life insurance license and you're you're ready to start doing business it costs less than a thousand dollars to get started you know how many businesses how many startup businesses do you know where you can get going for uh, less than a thousand dollars and you don't really need a background in the, in the material? Yeah, not, not many, definitely not what I've done. <laughs> well, no, I think that's great. Uh, that gives a great overview of what you can do and how you can help people. So now I think is a great time to, you know, plug in where, people can best find you and find more information about what you're doing. Yeah, great. So uh, creating money awareness is the, the name of my company and I can be found on Facebook and Instagram. That's where I'm putting all my content out right now. I'm not trying to spread myself too thin. So I'm trying to focus on those platforms. And then obviously um, Kyle Strauss, my, you know, my personal stuff will have uh, some things out as well. And, you know, I'm, I'm always, I'm always available to answer questions like he, uh, hearing about the, the questions that people have on, you know, what financial questions are important to them, what their pain points are. That's important for me to, to know and, and figure out. And so always, uh, always available to field questions and, and help out uh, as much as I can. Awesome. Like you said, providing that education and that value to people up front, which, which is great. So I'll, I'll make sure to include links in the show description of where people can find you. But I want to say thank you for your time and, you know, for the opportunity I had to speak to you and, you know, help people, you know, understand you, the financial side of things and how you can help them. But I want to ask you one more question before I let you go. And that is personal or business. What is it that excites you about the future? Oh, I am. Let's see. I'm excited to get married next summer. man. <laughs> we have, I think we're down to 200 and 267 days right now we got it counting down and i'm really hoping that regulations you know for for parties cool down by the time that rolls around in august 
but um, yeah, I'm excited for that part of my life and that, that next chapter. Yeah, that's awesome. And congratulations. You know, that's a, an exciting time. Thank you again, Kyle, for taking time out of your day and uh, jumping on the podcast. I really do appreciate that. I know I've gotten a ton of value out of this. So I know my audience has gotten value out of this. So I encourage you all to get out there and hustle the day.